Hoosier Nation, what's up? A winning edition of Hoosier Court, an Indiana basketball podcast. Jeff and Ben here. Uh, winning edition, Indiana beats Harvard. A neutral court win, which could be a quad two if you get into that down the road. Uh, 89-76 uh, against a pretty good Harvard team. Uh, ben, so I'll bring you in here. Uh, you're, you've recovered from your, your Eagles win over the Chiefs and now a win over the Bills. So you're just riding high, but we're back in the saddle here to talk IU basketball. Your initial thoughts on uh, Indiana. Uh, I'm calling this the where have you been on my life edition as Khalil <laughs> Ware was awesome tonight. Your thoughts? Well, sure. Believe it or not, the last two coaches that we had, Tom Crean and the last one, which I don't care to mention his name, but if they would have had the zone offense we had last night, they would still be coaching at IU today. I was very impressed with the ball movement versus zone. Yeah. Now, I know it's Harvard. They don't have, you know, the bigs that the Big Ten's going to have or whatever else, sure. although that one guy was pretty big. But what I'm saying is the actual ball movement in the places that we put it were spot on, and I haven't seen that in in, in a really, really, really long time. Well, I mean, and, and that shows you uh, some progression there, I think, from Woodson. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, – you know, initially, Khalil Ware, I mean, when you get, what was that, 63 points from your starting front court, uh, McKenzie and Baco, great to see him come out tonight, especially with Xavier Johnson on the mend, uh, not getting the start. I thought that was really good. But, I mean, Khalil Ware, 12 of 13, 28 and 8. I mean, you can't really ask for much more than that. And <clears throat> this is a good Harvard team. I mean, they, um, I think they're solid for their league, right? They're not at the level of a Big Ten opponent, but probably, you know, probably a lower tier Big Ten opponent, maybe like a, a, a Nebraska, somebody like that. That's probably a similar level type of team you're going to see. So I think it gives you a good measuring stick. The, the spread was seven and a half, so Indiana covered that. I'm not a huge betting person, but for those of you that like that, Indiana covered the spread. Um, what else stood out to you? Love the zone offense. I mean, anybody in, in – I, I guess – you know, I, we're trying to be more positive on this podcast. It's It's been a little difficult early on, but I think we could be positive tonight. Yeah. Um, Three-point shooting wasn't great again, right, 4-15. So that's something as, as a glaring, uh, you know, what stood out to you? Well, for offensive purposes, uh, Mbaku played the best game by a landslide. He's great on pin downs. He's that guy in the gym that you see missing shots, but you know he's good in it, that you got lucky that he missed a shot. So I was very impressed by him. Renew has great touch in the paint, uh, very soft. And one thing that I think is a hidden skill of his is you don't see big men passing to other big men successfully, and he's pretty good at that with wear. I don't know yeah. your thoughts on that, but he was throwing oops. and and Because and, our spacing – so one thing is the guys did look hesitant to shoot outside shots. I mean, let's just be honest. Yeah. I mean, we're not making them. So that, that is what it is. But if we pass the ball around good in the paint and we can at least make some 16-foot jumpers, maybe they have to go out a little bit. Because the, the three-point shot, I mean, I saw them not take about four or five wide-open ones because they, yeah. they looked a little, like, hesitant. and uh, Galloway struggling from deep. I mean, he's struggling – but Renew, his interior passing, that little two-man game with uh, uh, with with Renew and and where I really like. I just I think Renew's touch is really like he, he, like every time he gets that little five foot 
jump hook, I think it's going in every time, right? I mean, he's just got the incredible touch around the rim, great touch passing. I mean, he had five assists, uh, only four rebounds from Renew, but uh, he did have a little bit of a back injury there. We'll have, to, we'll have to keep an eye on as we head into the game. Uh, they've got a couple of days here, but they don't play until Friday um, to get things going. But, yeah, Renew still 30 minutes, Mbako 31 minutes, Ware 33 Galloway, 36 minutes, um, and then a really distinct drop-off after that. Xavier Johnson banged up, had a had a wrap on his ankle there at the end. I think he tried to go from a prior ankle injury. Um, I, I, was, I was able to hear the audio as much as I wanted to of the game, but did you take anything away from what the announcers were saying about um, Johnson's ankle? All they said, Sherm, is they saw him in uh, his, uh, his pants, and he didn't look like he was going back in. Yeah. That's what they said. There was not, not much more. Um, no. And I think you have to look at it from, hey, can we win this game? Give us a couple days to get ready for Maryland because they're going to be coming crazy to think we're starting December, Friday night. It'll be Big Ten. I, I don't like that, but that's the way the schedule makers played out. Um, that's just the way it is with the 20 league games. So Galloway, um, you know, moving to maybe a little bit more of a negative approach here for a second. He's really struggling. Um, you seeing anything there from him where, um, you know, he did have five assists, which I think is good, but he's struggling to shoot the basketball as as many on this team are. And then I want to get to Mimbaco, but uh, Galloway, what do, what do you think is going on there? He's good if he gets out in the open court, even though he did miss that one layup. But, man, his, yeah. shot, is, his shot is way off. I mean, you know, positives, our front court played absolutely amazing. But if yeah. you want to be our backcourt played equally bad. I mean, these yeah. stats, I mean, we had four points out of Galloway, three points out of Johnson. I Caleb mean, Banks. I mean, yeah. I gotta go. So I I can get off on a tangent, but it, let's go back to Mbako because I think like where was unbelievable. That's why I named this edition. Where have you been all my life? I, I think that goes without saying anybody that has ever seen a game of basketball knows he dominated tonight or knew it was amazing. McKenzie Mbako. Eight rebounds, 18 points, um, one of five from three. But, again, the shot looks good. He looks the part. And I think you even – I was reading some of Wood, Woodson's post game, and he dropped a BS comment in there talking about the media being a hard on him. He must be taking a shot at us, clearly, for how hard we've been on McKenzie and Baco. But I, I got to give him his credit tonight. I think he looked the part of a five-star player um, and a freshman at that. But what are your thoughts on McKenzie? He can get any shot he wants. Really, he's probably the only guy on our team that can get any shot he wants. Now, some of the shots are a little two degree of difficulty. Probably you could just yeah. you know shoot it over the guy. But I think one thing lost is he was also a re leading rebounder. Did you know that tonight with where? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's impressive, right? That's that's effort. That's that's you know now going after him. That's what Woodson wants to see. Now he still is a freshman on defense. He, uh, yeah. He's lackadaisical. He doesn't follow the shooter around. Um, he he let uh, Lesman was running around like Seth Curry out there, just whacking threes. But um, a poor man, Steph Curry. Sure, sure. Poor sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't. But, I wasn't really actually <laughs> thinking that at all. It's, yeah. But but. Uh, I think when his offense picks up more and more, he'll be more engaged on defense. He's probably one of those players. Yeah. 
I was never. Yeah, well, if he gets, if he's cooking, so. yeah, he hits a couple threes. He's cooking offensively. His defense is much better, and we're going to need that going in. So I yeah. started to talk about your boy Caleb Banks, which you told me back in the summer you wanted to see him take a step. And I mean, only ten minutes, six points, three rebounds. Does he need? I mean, he hit two threes. Do we need to see? Do we need that uh, workload? To, he he came up big for us against uh, Louisville. Right down the stretch, he was playing over Mbako. Here you go. Only 10 minutes tonight. I, I wish it would have been more. I get it, Mbako was going well, but maybe taking some of Galloway's minutes and giving them to Banks. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Um, Banks, I, I don't know. I mean, this might not. He's got the prettiest shot on the team, sure. He does. It's a I nice mean, he, shot. he hit the shot. He hit two, two nice. or four from three. I'm just saying. Galloway, 36 minutes, Banks, 10. I'm maybe going to cut a few minutes off of Galloway the way he's playing right now and give it a few, see what Banks can do. But I, I think Banks, like, he brings you some things uh, on the back. I mean, he had eight rebounds. I'm thinking back to the Louisville game. I thought he played great. That's his best game of the year. I'd like to see a little bit more. It's being a little picky, right? But if I'm looking at the box score of finding ways, especially with Johnson down, Right. And you're and we we asked for this. I asked for this. Where had Anthony Leal been? If like if if he can't get in, then what are we doing here? Right. Yeah. Leo gave us six minutes tonight. I mean, again, had a rebound and assist, didn't turn the ball over, didn't make any mistakes defensively that I could see. I thought he held his own. And I mean, that might be what this team needs is just a couple of minutes. And, and maybe it was trying to send a message to CJ Gunn. And I don't think he was injured. CJ Gunn got three minutes tonight, has not been um, really effective this year. Was that maybe a message to him? It could have been. I don't know. CJ Gunn looks like he can score the basketball, Sherm. He really does. He looks like he can. Uh, but Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, hey, there's a lot of guys that look like they can play. But his shot. And then you, like you get them in the game, hard. and they can't. Well, you know whose shot does not look like it's going to go in? There's two guys on our team that shot just does not look like it's going to go in. Xavier Johnson and your boy Cups. I mean, that shot is wacky. I don't know. He's got his ta- his, his hands uh, wrapped I, up. I don't know what's going on there. I mean, he had 20, 21 minutes tonight, uh, you know, last night, depending on when you're listening to this, but three assists. Um, you know, I, I, he just looks like a freshman the last few games. I think he's – you know, maybe struggling a little bit to find it. But, yes, shoot the ball, man. We know he can shoot it. His free throws, he shot two. I want to touch on that. Free throws were good tonight. You know, Cups was two for two. A smooth segue, not that smooth of a segue, but the free throws tonight, uh, 13 to 17, 77%. You take that every night. Yeah, he's shooting the ball better from the free throw line. Um, all I mean, all in all, that was by far our best game. Um Mm-hmm. Defensively, we didn't give up a whole lot of as many offensive rebounds. Now, one thing I did notice last night, and I want to talk to you about, is so we're going to get zoned on every game. Let's just face it, we are. Yep. And we we're working on our zone offense. But you know, one well, thing that r- really works is our rebounding on the, against the zone. Because you know they're not got, facing the basket. We got length, especially when you've got banks in there. Hey, and I can't wait for Maryland to go zone against us with Jordan Geronimo on that team. Because there will be a huge hole in that. Uh, no, no offense to Jordan. Loved his time at Indiana. But uh, I'm looking forward to playing against him on Friday night as he comes to uh, to his return to Assembly Hall. But, yeah, they're going to throw zone at us. I mean, why wouldn't you? 
You know, we're shooting at 25, 26% from three. But to your point, if we're rebounding out of that, that kind of negates that because we're at least getting another attempt. And, and most likely that's going to the rim, trying to get to the free throw line, what have you, because our bigs have been shooting the free throws pretty well. You know, renew and, and where I feel confident if they go to the free throw line, they're going to hit 70%, right? I'm good with that. You know, foul them. And uh, yeah. I, I like it. I, I you know, play zone against us. That's fine. I just think Indi- this Indiana team, right? I was looking at the schedule. I like to, you know, I try not to get too far in front of myself, right? I, I said this is the the path to 19 wins gets you in the tournament, in my opinion, prior to the Big Ten tournament, right? If you're 19 and 12 going to Big Ten, I don't know if this team can get there or not. I think they, but they, they may just have to kind of patch it together with duct tape and glue. Uh, in some respects, but Big Ten's not that strong. Like I've watched a lot of these pre-conference tournaments. Big, you know, Big Ten's not that good, right? I mean, who outside of Purdue? I don't know if there's a legitimate contender out there. Michigan State will get better. They always do with Tom, sure. you know, Tom Izzo. That they do. Um, I think Rutgers will probably be pretty decent. Uh, I mean, they will. Um, but if you would have told me at the beginning of the season that Renew and Ware would be as good as they are, oh. I would have started drinking my Modelo's well, earlier, sir, because <laughs> I, I wouldn't have believed you. Hey, they, we're they, recording they, this they, on the morning. Hey, I had plenty of uh, Modelo's yesterday, <laughs> but we're recording this in the morning, so we're good. And, <laughs> you know, I think that the good thing about this is if you can get – the, I mean, those two, I'm not expecting, you know, where to have 28 and Renew to have 17 every night, right? But if you can get 35, 40 from those two, and then Mbako's giving you 12, 15, you know, tonight they had 63. I think if those three give you 50, yeah. and then you've got John, if Johnson's healthy, hopefully Galloway, you know, he he's going to play better. I think he can give you six, eight points. You can get, like, you need to, in college game, you need to get to 70. I think that's like the magic number. There's all these types of statistics out there. Getting to 70 offensively is is going to put you in the win column more often than not, especially in the Big Ten, quite frankly. So, I mean. Well, I think uh, Galloway's role is too big for him. He's a he's – a He shouldn't be getting 36 minutes. Mm-mm. No, he's a come-off-the-bench energy guy. He, he should be playing 15 minutes max. Come give us some energy, play some defense – on a good layups. team. We're on a on a on a contender, <laughs> on a top team 10, 15 guard. team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't like we're lacking in the guard department. We're not getting the production. So I understand Galloway getting 25, 28, especially with Johnson down. 36 is too many. I think you're asking him to take on a bigger workload than than he's really capable of. And that's no knock on Trey. That's just the facts of the matter, yeah. right? I mean, and if you continue to get production from other guys. Um, namely Mbako, Banks. I know they don't play the two position, but they play the wing. Like you can get by with Caleb Banks out there guarding uh, on the wing or maybe even the two for a few minutes, I think, here and there. You'll be okay. Cups has got to play better, um, you know, all that. So so really, uh, you know, coming up for IU basketball, because we do want to touch on there's some news going on in another sport at Indiana University that I, want, I know Ben's such a, a big uh, college football fan. I want to get his hot take what Indiana is going to do since they fired Tom Allen on Sunday. Uh, but moving forward, we're going to go into December, right? I mentioned Friday night, Maryland comes to sure, Assembly would, Hall. Yeah. Sure, I, would, I would like to give kudos to one player in Harvard. 
that okay. Matt kid, okay. that Matt kid is is a player. Oh yeah. And hey, you know, hey man, the portal's open for you. Come on up to Bloomington next year if you'd like. And he was <laughs> a three he was a three-star guard out of the DC area. And so that what that shows you, Sherm, is you can find some guards out there that are under the radar that can make hey. you know, put the ball on the and the hoop. Because he was hey. he was out there. I mean, he looks the part. Like if we had Malik him, Mack, if he if I see in the portal Malik Mack, I will remember <laughs> that we said this. Come on, hey, we've had a lot of players come from the DMV to uh, Bloomington. So so come on up. So yeah, as we wrap up quickly on basketball, yeah. Maryland's coming in. They're three and three. You know, to me, this is a game. They still got Jameer Young, right? He's tough, has been tough on us prior. Game you got to win, right? You got two Big Ten games, then you got to go to Ann Arbor on Tuesday. So, And that game's on Peacock, by the way. And if you sign up, I think it's only $20 if you sign up right now. Uh, not that I get paid for saying that. I'm just telling you as IU fans, I'd be grudgingly signed up for Peacock. So that's on Tuesday. So you got to find a way. I'm looking at this. I'm splitting. If you can, if you can beat Maryland and Michigan, great. Uh, but your thoughts with Maryland coming in? My thoughts are we're going to get zoned. We're going to have to pass the ball around nice. We're going to have to play defense. You know, I thought we did play a little bit better defense on the perimeter last game, and I did not see Malik Renew running out with his hand out uh, yeah. for three pointers, which. I had a horror film for the first four games, right? Are we seeing improvement? I think we're seeing some improvement. They might be listening to us. (laughs) I I think we're seeing some improvement, Sherm. I mean, normally in the past when IU gets zoned, it's just – can you remember the Syracuse game? I know you did. We had Tom Crean and that really good (laughs) team, and they put the the zone on us, and we looked like we'd never seen it before. But can you imagine if we would have had Mike Woods in that game? We were twenty, and then we're gonna see it. And, and I think this is a game. You know, Indiana's got to win that. Got the it's a Friday night. Crowd will be juiced up, right? I think it'll be a good opportunity. First Big Ten game for Indiana to, to you know, they, they need to take care of business in that game before they go to Ann Arbor because that's going to be a tough test as it always is up there. So, great job, Hoosiers, making my life better by winning. Anytime you win is a good day. So we're at five wins. Ben, we got to get to 19. I'm going to keep saying that. We got 14 more to go to get to the tournament. Not trying to look forward. Everyone you get is a positive step in the right direction. So we're seeing improvement. Where we haven't seen improvement is on the football field. And I'd be remiss if we didn't finish up here. Indiana fired Tom Allen. Uh, there's some things going around about the buyout. I'm sure you've all read and heard about it by now. That it was close to 21 million. They actually negotiated with Allen. I don't know if you saw this, that he's getting 7.75 million this year and 7.75 million next year. And it, and then they're done. So Indiana must have some money from all that, you know, that money we're donating back to the university, right? Uh, sewed away from us to, to pay Tom Allen. But what are your thoughts on the firing and who should Indiana be looking at? To realistically to replace Tom Allen? Well, for a couple of things first. When Tom Allen had his good couple of years, we had a guy by the name of Kalen DeBar as our offensive coordinator. Does that name ring a bell, Sherm? Yes, head coach of Washington. Yeah. Now, do he you also stole, he, had, he stole our quarterback, too, by the way. Yes. Yeah, but do you think he had something to do with our team being. I'm sure he had know, something to do with it. Yeah. There was, there was, you know, 
lot of things. So I don't know who's going to be our coach, obviously, but I but I heard a rumor that is that would really bring some fans to the ball yard. John Gruden. No, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) That is, I saw that and I'm just like, that's, you know, I'm sure there are people in the state of Indiana that would love John Gruden to come here. No, thank you. Like, I get it. He's an accomplished coach. Like, I don't need any of that drama. Just go win seven, eight football games. Let's go to a nice bowl. We don't need some guy that's under investigation with the NFL and suing the NFL. I don't need all that stuff, right? Let's let's go get a college coach, you know, the coach from Toledo. See his neck, I think Candle is his name. He's been there for 14 years, has had a lot of success at Toledo. He's a name that's around there. I've heard, you know, Antoine Randall L, you know, Justin Fry. He's you know an offensive coach with Ohio State. He's from Indiana, Elwood, Indiana. Um, I don't know what they do, but I think you had to fire Tom Allen. I think that was clear. You see, you can't. Say, oh, well, the buyout, we can't do it. Because they would have had another season like this, and then you're talking, you don't have anybody coming to the games. At least this can put some juice back in the program. I think it had to be done. Now, this is where we differ, uh, Jeff. I'm all about drama. Let's get John Gruden in here. Get some people in the seats. Get some drama. Get some juice. John Gruden being the coach is not – John Gruden being the coach (laughs) ain't making me buy tickets. (laughs) he'll He'll get recruits. He will get recruits. Yeah. I mean, it ain't it ain't getting me excited. I mean, I just think in today, John Gruden doesn't strike me as a guy that's gonna like accept NIL. <laughs> he strikes me as a guy that's like, we're gonna go push the sled, we're gonna get it done, we're gonna practice three a days. Like, no, that he's old school. Like I got I'm I get it. He's accomplished, he's done a lot. Can't take that away. I don't think that's what Indiana football needs right now, but hell, what do I know? Uh, I just watch it every Saturday. I'm just like, man, that's got to be a, a better way. I think you do have to, in my opinion, you have to get somebody that has head coaching experience in the current environment. And Tom Allen took a shot at Dolson on the way out the door. It says Indiana needs to adapt to the way things are going. Don't know what that means. I think we all could probably guess what it is. But Indiana's got to get up with the times. They're going to pay a buyout like that. Then you're showing you want to pay for a football coach. Let's see what they do. If it's John Gruden. I live close enough to go down there and say, what are we doing here? Like, I get it. It might be fun for the media, but come on. Sure. When you got a football program like ours, you got to bring in excitement. You got to bring out, you got to bring, you got to bring someone that's going to bring some energy. I mean, look at Colorado. They got energy. They won their first couple games. They got excited. I've never seen a fan base run for run for it and then run as fast as possible in the huh? history of my life. Have you ever yeah. seen more uh, front runners in Colorado football and hey. then you just run out the back door the same season? That is hey, I'm all I, I'm all for the coach prime experience, and you know, but if you're going to talk that noise, you got to back it up. He said he ain't hard to find. Yeah, that's true. He's on vacation like the, like Tom Allen. He ain't hard to find right now because they're not coaching in any game. So we'll see what Indiana does. We'll be back uh, this weekend. I'm going to be traveling, so we'll probably get the next podcast up on Saturday uh, after a hopefully uh, victorious uh, endeavor against Maryland. So, Ben, any final thoughts before we log off here? Real quick, what are we? Do you know? Have you heard anything about Derek Queen? I mean, the guy added two schools. Doesn't want to seem to like commit to anything. Uh, I mean, you know, you know my stance on this. 
we talked about this this summer. I'm not following recruiting anymore because it's a one-year contract. I don't care. Just tell me. I know we got Liam McNeely. If we get a five-star, yeah, I want Malik Mack in the portal. I'm already recruiting him if I'm Mike <laughs> Woodson, right? So that's the way I look at it. It's a one-year contract. Um, and and uh, try to keep your guys, right? When you have a guy like a, a Malik Renew, right, you want to keep him around. You don't want him leaving, going somewhere else when you're probably going to be building around him next year. And that, that's another show. But, no, I don't know anything about Derek Queen. I hope he comes to Indiana. Maybe he'll now. Maybe he'll be at Indiana, Maryland. I think that's the two schools that he's most closely linked to. Maybe he just wants to make a trip over and uh, watch the game and commit. That would be nice. Okay. Well, All right. Well, hey, uh, we'll head into Maryland. Everybody have a great week. Get back after it. Uh, thanks as always, Ben. We'll talk to you later. Later.